Welcome everybody to another edition of Spiritual Impact. I'm Senior Pastor Tim Parton of Abundant Life Worship Center, joined as always by my Associate Pastor Steve Rose. Steve's good to be on the program again. Yes, it is. Good to have everybody back with us too. And again, this is that time where I just feel like sitting around the table talking about Jesus, inviting others to join in with us. Oh yeah. So, it's a special uh, time. So hope, hopefully you're enjoying the program and maybe you're new. Uh, Welcome and let friends know, let family know. We've got uh, a lady in the church who's found all kinds of leaks, links because they're from uh, Ohio. So she's got a bunch of people in Ohio watching. Uh, we've got people in Canada watching. Uh, so you know what? It's good to be able to share the gospel. Yes, it is. And especially in these last days, uh, we, uh, media is, is the best way to go farther, quicker, uh, you know, we couldn't just jump in our car and drive to another country, but by means of internet and, and TV and, and everything like that, uh, the gospel is getting out. And that's a sign of the end times in itself yes, it there. Is. sure is. So I know, as always, we get into God's Word. That's what this program is about. Uh, the spiritual things that impact our life on a daily basis and, and things like that. What have you chosen for us today? Well, I'm going to give you a little background. You may know this story real quick once I start into it. I'll give you a little background on what's going on at this time. There's this guy named Nebuchadnezzar. We got Nebuchadnezzar there. He's went and he's made this giant image. A little, here we got an idol he set up. And what he did, he invited all the very important people of the time, the judges, the captains, and all these people to come in and to look at this idol he had set up. And he also says that when I play the music, he says, I want you all to bow down and worship this idol. Well, there was three people there that wouldn't bow down and worship this idol. But you know, when we sit here and look at the Word, and this is coming from Daniel chapter 3, I'm going to look at verse 8 for a minute. It says, after they went and they played the music and everybody bowed down, well, the three people didn't bow down. Now, can you imagine looking out over a whole audience of people, everybody bows down, and if you didn't bow down, how much you'd stand out? Yeah, people okay. going to know who you are. <laughs> They're going to know who you are. And it says in verse 8, it says, Wherefore at that time certain Chaldeans came near and accused the Jews. He says, They spake and said unto King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. Ain't that, don't this sound like the pride, human pride coming oh, in yeah. here, coming in here to bless the king? And it says, Thou, O king, hast made a decree that every man shall hear the sound of the cornet, flute, the harp, the sackbut, the psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music, and shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoso falleth now down and worship the image, that he should be cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. So now the king had made that decree. He really had. And here it was. They come, and I'm going to tell you, that's what the world wants to do. You know, even when you're doing right and standing up for the right things, the world will come in and accuse you. Sure. And it'll try to put you down. It'll try to entrap you and stuff. And here he found out it was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. There were some captive kids that had come in here, and they wouldn't bow down to this. And he brought them in. He says, I'm a kind king. He said, so I'm going to give you a second chance right here. Now, I'm sure all these people are standing around watching this, too. He said, I'm going to give you a second chance. I'm going to let the music play. And says, well, as soon as it does, says, I want you to bow down and worship that image. And they said, well, king, says, let it be known. We're not afraid to answer you. But he said, let it be known. He says, we will not bow down and worship your idol. Amen. And it says he got so mad that he said, I want that furnace heated seven times. 
That right there gets into some preaching stuff right there. Oh. The seven, the number of God's perfect completeness. He said, I want to heat it seven times hotter than it's supposed to be heated. And that's where we get into the rest of this story here. It says in verse 20, And he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Now here he was. These were the worldly people, the ones that were strong in the world. He said, I want my strongest men going up there to make it. We're going to make a show of these people. It says, Then these men were bound in their coats, their hose, and their hats, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the fiery furnace. Now, why don't you see something right there? This was something that came on them quickly. Mm -hmm. You know, there may be some times in your life everything's going good, and the next thing you know, all of a sudden, you're in the midst of fiery trials. And there's nothing you knew. You didn't see it coming. It just happened. And right here it was. It was so fast. They just bound them up and everything they had on. They didn't strip them of clothes or anything. They just tied their hands and they just took them up there to throw them in. It says, verse 22 says, Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now here they were throwing them in the fire, that same fire that was trying them killed those mighty men of the world. And I'm going to tell you, that's something, that's a point right there. There's a time that you may get by on the power of this world to deliver you, but there's going to come a time that the power of this world is not going to be able to deliver you. That's where you've got to have the power of Christ. Hallelujah. You've got to have the Holy Spirit of God. We've got to have that God power in us right there. But he says, but he slayed them men. But then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, he said they threw them in there. It says, and these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Now, I do want you to point out there, you know, just because they were child of Yahweh, child of the king, didn't keep them from going through the fire. No. And see, in this world, I know there's some people out there tell you, you know, with the right thinking, you'll never have a problem. But I'm going to tell you, that's not what the Lord said. He says, you know, we're going to have trials and tribulation. But He said, be of good cheer, mm -hmm. for I have overcome the world. But here they were. They went down in the midst of that fiery furnace. Then it says there was a platform where the king could look down into the fiery furnace. And I'm sure admire his, his, his work here. It says, then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished. And he rose up in haste. It says, and he spake and said to his counselor, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? And guess what? The yes men are there, the pride of the world. They answered and said to the king, True, O king, yes, we did. And he answered and says, Lo, I see four men loose. He says, Walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Amen. Amen. You, all the thing that fell off inside that fire was the things that held them. The binds where they bound their hands and stuff. That's the only thing that fell off of them. It says that when they come out of that fiery trial, he said, and being in former law enforcement, if you got around the scene of a fire, after you'd go home, you'd smell the smoke on you. Mm -hmm. Because you just smell that smoke, it gets into your clothes and stuff. But it says, when these boys come out of that fire, you couldn't even smell smoke on them. That's how God delivered him out of this. <coughs> But the title of what we're going to talk about today is they're still helping the fire and suffering for righteousness sake. They just did what was right, but yet they were still put in the midst of a fiery furnace, a fiery trial, even though they were doing the right thing. But I want you to realize these facts right here. First of all, we will face fiery trials. Sometimes in your life you will. And fiery trials can be beneficial. That's some of the things that, can, that we don't understand a lot of times. That, that is true, Pastor Steve. Uh... The enemy is always looking for ways to 
to try to intimidate you. Use the fear tactics of what he will or will not do to you. But these three men told Nebuchadnezzar that we will not bow to you, Mm-mm. for we know that our God is able. See, it's one thing if you just know about God, but these three men knew God. That's right. They knew the God. They knew the power of God. They knew what God could do. They had faith in Him. They said, our God is able, but even if He doesn't deliver us, if He chooses to take us home today, we got news for you. We're not bowing down because Uh in Scripture it tells us that it's better for us to serve God Mm -hmm. than man. I was reading there, uh, he's talking about Nebuchadnezzar, says, was full of fury, and the expression of his face changed. Can you imagine, in just modern times, selling your job, you get summoned to the boss's office, and you walk in there, and you sit down, and you see the anger in his face. You know you're in trouble. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego could see the furnace. Uh-huh. They heard the same decree heated up seven times hotter than it's ever been. And they bound them up. A lot of people would have been, that had been it for them. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll, we'll go ahead and, and bow and we'll repent later. That's not the way faith in God works. Mm-hmm. You've got to make your stand. You've got to stand boldly. It's like Moses told the children of Israel, stand still and see the salvation of God. Sometimes in our life, in those trials that we're facing, and it looks like there's no hope, and it looks like destruction is on every side, the same God who saved us, who has kept us, is the same God that will deliver us in the times of trouble. And like the three Hebrew children spoke, if it's our time, If it's not our time, our God will deliver us. But if it is our time, and this is our stand, Mm -hmm. we're going out praising the God of glory, Mm -hmm. the creator of the universe. He's talking about that the heat slew the men that cast them into the fire. And I'm kind of trying to imagine what went through Nebuchadnezzar's mind all of a sudden at that time. Probably said, well, I've lost good men, but... I made an example. Mm-hmm. Then up here it says, he went near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spoke saying. So the fact that the fire slew the men that cast them in, Nebuchadnezzar still didn't believe. Mm-hmm. He thought he had still overcome because he went to the mouth. This same fire that had just killed his men, he went to the mouth of the fiery furnace yeah. to look in. And you done told people what he saw. Yeah, and you see, he right before that too, when they said that we're not afraid to answer you, but let it be known, he's going, who is this God will be able to deliver you from my hand? They said, we can tell you who it is, oh, yeah. the name Yahweh. And see, that's what they told him, and it made him mad. But you know, at the end, said he went to the mouth, and he says, hey, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come hither, because there is no God who can deliver like this. Well, he knew, mm. I mean... 
down through the years, how many people had he sent to their death in that furnace? Yeah. So he knew. Mm -hmm. And he, he had them heated up seven times, then they had ever done it. I mean, the one time had been sufficient and all. Yeah. He wanted to make an example. See, and that's the thief cometh forth to kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to make an example out of you. Jesus told Peter that Satan desired to sift him as uh, wheat. wheat. Mm -hmm. But Jesus said, I prayed that your faith fail you not. And when you're converted, strengthen the brethren. Mm -hmm. When we make our stand, we have to declare and know, you know what? The great God of glory will fight my battle. How do we fight? Through the Word of God, through our worship, through our praise, yeah. upon our knees. Mm -hmm. The battle's not mine, said little David. Lord, it's thine. I'm in your favor. <laughs> I'm giving it all to you. Mm -hmm. See, sometimes we got to know when to just trust Him, mm -hmm. which is all the time. But there are going to be times the devil knows your fear spot. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. But it says in the Word of God, and that's what we need to remember, we have not been given a spirit of fear, there you go. but a power, love, and a sound mind. But see, that's where it takes faith. Yeah. And see, what you've seen here really was a, it's a battle of faith versus human pride. Mm-hmm. They had insulted his pride. Because of that, he was going to make the example of them. But then ain't it, ain't it something how God can humble a man of his pride? Because really, I think that's one of the things in the churches today that's still one of the biggest problems, that when you give that altar call is man's pride. They know the Spirit of God's calling to them. They know the Spirit of God's dealing with them. But they're thinking, what would people think if I go do this? What would they think? I'm supposed to be something big. I'm supposed... And brother, that's where we go back to what you were saying earlier. You know, it's about what God says that's important, Amen. not necessarily about what man says. You know, I was thinking, Pastor Steve, uh, something you mentioned earlier. When they sounded the trumpet, the music for everybody to bow, they all bowed down. But the three Hebrew children stood out in front there. That was a type of worship. Yes, it was. That was a type of worship. True worship. And sometimes you got to learn to worship God in the midst of the battle, in the midst of the storm, because we don't have to be afraid. Mm -hmm. And if it's our time to go, we're simply going to step from death unto life. Yeah. And when you think about that, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had to know about the decree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but see, that's where fear did not run to life. They had seen the power of God in their life. And if we'd look around, I think we'd see the power of God in our lives a lot more than what we do. You know, and, and you go farther back in the Scriptures there, and, and then when uh, the children of Israel were captured and led captive to Babylon, mm -hmm. they took a lot of the young men. So the three Hebrew children, these weren't old season men, mm -hmm. these were pretty young boys. But you know what? They knew. They knew the God they served. They knew the Word. They knew what it took to stand upon the Word. They knew that sometimes sacrifice is necessary. Mm -hmm. Bible says that we're not our own. We have been bought with a price.
We're to present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. So, you know, that, that eliminates a lot of excuses. Uh, as pastors, I've, I've heard and you've heard about every excuse in the world why somebody didn't show up for church. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and sometimes things come up. I mean, in, in life you have families and sometimes there's things the kids are involved in. But, you know, when people acknowledge I didn't come to church because I'm afraid we got to cast that fear down. God, you said the perfect scripture there. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. That, that doesn't mean being reckless or anything like no, that, doesn't. but that does mean that we can believe what this says. Every promise is yea and amen. God didn't put anything in here that he's going to withhold from anybody right. that walks uprightly. The three Hebrew children were walking uprightly. That's right. There was another one there in that town, too, at the time. They know his name is Daniel. Daniel. And he, I'm telling you, Daniel did some great things. He would have his own encounter. <laughs> yes, he, yeah, he really would. You talked about that you know, not long ago when you talked about that designated encounters. That was an encounter he had planned with God. You know, and I was thinking while you were talking about the three Hebrew children standing there, Daniel was, was uh, kind of like a, a servant to the king there. Mm -hmm. And uh, no doubt Daniel was up on the platform. Daniel didn't kneel, mm -hmm. but the king's focus was on the three Hebrew children. I can imagine as Daniel saw what was transpiring, he began to pray. Mm -hmm. Prayers of a righteous man availeth much. See, when you look at it, that's what got him in trouble. Because he said, you know, you can't pray to anybody but Nebuchadnezzar. And he says... Three times a day, what would Daniel do? He'd go kneel down toward Jerusalem and pray. Yeah. With the windows open. Open the windows. I mean, <laughs> so he could have prayed with the windows closed. Yeah, he wasn't but, but he raised the window and, and he did. He prayed toward Jerusalem, toward home. That's right. Mm -hmm. You know, our minds got to be focused on heaven. It doesn't matter. The devil can only destroy the body. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to fear the one. God Almighty, who could destroy both body and soul That's in right. hell. Uh, you know, there's a lot of bad things happen to people in this life, and you, you see things, but the worst thing could happen for anybody would be leaving this world not knowing Jesus is Absolutely. Savior. Mm -hmm. and, and even the sad thing is, is there's no excuse for it. There's no reason for it. For God so loved the world that whosoever... Right. He gave His only begotten no Son that whosoever would believe on Him. He doesn't pick and choose who can and cannot be saved. It's a free gift out there. All these other people had the opportunity, and I'm sure, can you imagine, maybe after this was said and done, that a lot of those subjects of Nebuchadnezzar maybe begin to question in their own hearts? Mm -hmm. There's something about their God. I know. And see, that's the whole thing you've got to. And it's still that principle still alive and well today. Mm -hmm. They'll watch how you handle situations. You may be the only Bible that some people are reading. And if you crumble under the stresses and strains of life, 
when we speak of faith all the time, yet when it comes time for the testing of faith, that's where we have to be strong, we have to be in persevere. I want to look at the New Testament too. 1 Peter 4, 12 through 14 says, Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you're going mm. through, as if something strange were happening to you. So just think, when you're going through that trial right now, don't think it's just you that's going through trials. There's other people going through trials too. But he says, instead, be very glad for these trials make you partners with Christ in His suffering so that you will have a wonderful joy of seeing His glory when it is revealed to all the world. He says, if you are insulted because you bear the name of Christ, you will be blessed for the glorious Spirit of God rests upon you. And see, that's one of the things right now, because of the future blessing that's upon us, we can rejoice in that future blessing right now. And see, we've got to stay strong during the fiery trials that tries us right now. Mm -hmm. We can't lose hope because He did. And you mentioned it many times, what the Word of God says. He said, I will never leave you or forsake you. That means when you go into the fire, guess what? There's still help in the fire. When the flood comes, it says, when the enemy comes in as the flood, the Spirit of God shall raise the standard. Hallelujah, we won't be overflowed. Now, I was uh, reading on down here, and I love this. Because once Nebuchadnezzar saw the power of God and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego uh -huh. were delivered, he said, there, he, he started rethinking this thing. He <laughs> said, therefore I make a decree that any people, nation or language which speaks anything amiss Come on. against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces and their houses shall be made an ash heap because there is no other God who can deliver like this. And then it went on to say, then the king promoted <laughs> Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The Bible talks about that when we're tried by fire, we'll shine like gold. There's a promotion coming for those that will stand boldly and faithfully in the test and the storms waged against the enemy. I was listening to a song this morning, and it says... Uh, I have the victory because the battle belongs to you, yeah. Lord. And remember, you can't have the testimony unless you pass the test. Yeah. That's it right yeah, there. The you test is hard test. sometimes. It is. It sure is. It's not comfortable sometimes, but it's well worth it, and you can make an impact in other people's lives. And, uh, you know, when they cast, cast them into the fire, they're bound up in the... I don't know how deep this is, but they're falling in headlong. And I believe with all my heart that when their feet hit the floor, they were free. And there was Jesus with them. Uh -huh. That's right. Because there was a difference about the fourth man in the fire. <laughs> he didn't look like the others. They were loosed and walking all around. Mm -hmm. There's something about that old song that we sing in church a lot of times, Victory in Jesus. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I like about it is there is never no defeat. If you will trust Him, if we fail, it's on our end. Yeah. It's never on God's end. Yeah. It's always on our end. And, you know, Pastor Steve, uh, we don't always know who we're talking to, but I believe that, that God does, and I believe that when we're doing these kinds of things, He has orchestrated it. And maybe there's some people out there that, Things have kind of hit you from all directions, and it just seems like the enemy has got you all tied up. Fear has wrapped you up, and you're just falling headlong 
into those fiery trials or that stormy sea or whatever it may be. The same God that delivered Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego is the same God that will deliver you if you will just trust Him. Pastor Steve, would you take us before the throne? Father, as we come to you, Lord, we come to you by the blood of Jesus Christ. It says we stand in the very presence of our Father in heaven. Father, I pray for those watching today. They may be going through the fiery trials, but I want them to know today that by the word of the living God, which is true, they do not stand in the fiery trials alone when they are a child of God, that you are there with them. And dearly Father, I'm going to speak a word, speak the word of shalom. That's the word of peace, Amen. Lord, to them. Amen. In the midst of these troubles and these trials, the Father, I also going to pray for them that, Lord, you'd lead them out of these fiery trials. And as they pass the test, they would share their testimonies with other people who are going through similar situations just as they are. And dearly Father, I praise you and thank you, Lord, for I know our prayers are heard right Amen. now. For I ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, I love reading the Old Testament stories because you see where people had to, they had to stand. They had to rely upon God and, and it's endless. And, and the thing of it is, is all those victories, can tra they translate over in, not only into the New Testament, but, but we're living, people say, Back in the Bible days, we have never left the Bible That's days right. because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. We're not fighting the battles we're reading about, but we're fighting the battles today mm -hmm. as children of God. We're having to stand boldly and look the devil in the eye and say, you know, we will not bow. We will not compromise anything on the Word of God. As pastors, we have a duty and an obligation to preach God's Word in its full truth and in its full love. Mm -hmm. And when you look for the formula to face all those trials and things that come, the first thing is the Word of God says, submit yourself unto God. That's what the, these kids did. They submitted themselves unto God. It says, then resist the devil and he shall flee from you. The strength is in Christ. The strength is in the Holy Spirit of God who gives us the power to do what we've been called to do. Still is the source of our strength today. You know, I was thinking when, when we're in school and we're smaller and a bully wants to pick on us, the first thing we do is, is we threaten them with our dad, our father. You know what? You not only can threaten the enemy with your heavenly father, you can tell the enemy exactly what your heavenly father will accomplish and do. But you know what? It's always good to know that we can live a victorious life in yes. Jesus Christ. And uh, so glad that you stopped by. Hope you've been encouraged today. If you're fighting battles, just hang in there. It's going to get better. You're going, you're blessed and highly favored. You just got to stand in there. It may be a little tough at first, but God promises the victory. But until next week, this is Pastor Tim along with Pastor Steve saying, be blessed. We love you. We'll see you next week right here on Spiritual Impact. Hello everybody, this is Pastor Tim Parton of Abundant Life Worship Center. For those of you that live in the Sevierville area, or maybe you just visit from time to time, we'd like to take a moment and invite you to come visit us at the church. We're located at 923 Dolly Parton Parkway right here in Sevierville. Our service times are Sunday morning at 11 a.m., Wednesday evening at 6.30.
We just love sharing the Word of God. And we're just a family church. So we invite you to come grow with us. God bless. Just a little faith We are never alone So this battle I won't fear Cause I can hear the sound